fucking around. It's Wild Style Radio. Wild Style Radio. What's up? And welcome to the Stand Up and Shout Rock Show with Whisk and Kev coming to you live from Salisbury Center Studios in Manassas, Virginia on the Wild Style Network. Yes, sold by Monster Energy. Yes. Hey, so yes. it's it's kind of like uh, we haven't done this in a month. I know. Think about that on the way in. Like it's just it's just you and I tonight. Yep. That's yep. what I mean by we haven't done this. We haven't done that in a month. Nope. And I'm it, looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. Got some good stuff planned and a good conversation. And it's the pen, the eve of the penultimate kick show for us. Yes, exactly. I, so. know, I know. So yeah, tomorrow we're heading up to Dewey Beach to the Bottle and Cork to catch kicks with our friend, Mr. Salisbury, who's not made the studio yet. Evidently, it's a little too early in his life to, uh, to get into the studio at 542. <laughs> yes. Not a.m., not PM. a.m. PM. PM. I don't. We would not be here at five forty-five a.m. No, no. <laughs> Those days are long gone. I know, but I feel like like we have been interviewing. We have been blessed like over the last month because there's been so many people in and out of this studio. At one point with Daniel Ruin and Age of Ruin, we probably had over a dozen people in this studio where we're sitting and talking. Yes, I hope we're planning to make it larger because it was a little crowded. <laughs> it was very crowded, very sweaty. So in that way, like, it's kind of like cool to kind of pull back and reflect on all that's kind of happened like over the last month, because so much has happened in such a short period of time. Yeah. There, you know, now we've kind of, you know, we had a bunch of shows here at the Salisbury center. So we were busy, you know, interviewing bands, which was great because it started with the classic rock night and we had medicine man and F it all and the road ducks. It started even before that with the glam slam. Oh, that's a right. Tour, yeah, right. A couple, yeah. Like a week or so before that. Yep. So yep. chips yep. enough chips enough, which was a great interview. So if you have, I know a lot of people have watched that, but if you have not watched it yet, it is worth the watch. And, and chip is just wildly entertaining. I mean, that, that dude, like our friend P Devick's got a story for everything. So catch that episode. We will. So right now, like another little piece of stand up and shout rock show news is our Facebook page is currently suspended. <laughs> For unknown reasons, the Facebook police have got gotten us. We're no good. We didn't. We didn't do anything. We didn't pull any punches. We're very honest people. So we'll we'll get that up and going again. So if you've seen shows advertised through that vehicle, you'll continue to see shows advertised through that vehicle. Yep. And we didn't talk about COVID or recent politics either. So. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Somehow that missed the stand up and shout rock show feed. Yeah. So who knows why we're we're on in jail, but. If you want to catch some of these recent interviews we've done, you got to go to the YouTube channel. Yes. And there, when there's always tried and true, stand up and shout rock show.com. You know, so that yep. is tried and true. Always there. Every episode. Um, there are always audio links there. Sometimes there's video links, but then there's also the wild style network stream where you can find a stand up and shout rock show playlist. And that playlist and Kevin, we've been doing this a little over a half year. It's amazingly yep. extensive. Oh, it's huge. Way larger. If you would have told me back in January when we started, that we would have over 50 episodes now in August, I would have been stunned. I would have thought that we may have had a dozen by now. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, <clears throat> individual recordings or live shows we've done, we segmented out. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. so that's that's created quote unquote more episodes. But right. but yeah, no, absolutely right. would not not have thought of that. And it so we've grown so much, the show's grown so much. I mean, 
they modified the studio yeah. for us based yeah. on bands that we were interviewing and trying to cram people in here. So it's uh, it's been a great six plus months so uh, far. It's been awesome, Kevin. I've loved it. This is, this is an I love you man moment. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You, you too, Scott, the producer, which is now we've found out that his name, Scott's the only other person in this studio right now. We went from, I, I, we, we clarified that in another past episode over the last month. We did. Where we were, I, I had heard him referred to as Baby Scott by our friend Jess. And then I wanted to go with Scott the Engineer by our, not our friend, but maybe Idol Howard Stern. And then we were corrected by Atherin. And I'm still going to call her Atherin to, to Scott the producer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. We pulled him from behind the glass and had him in here. I know because he he ditched us to go see Fallout. That Boy. was fun. Yeah, Fallout Boy or uh, both? Oh, yeah. uh-huh. Ditching us. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so yeah. Good show coming up. A lot to talk about. Um, you know, as I kicked off talking about kicks, mm-hmm. it's uh, you mentioned we're going down to the bottle and cork and Dewey. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. We've yeah. seen them. In probably every venue imaginable mm-hmm. over the years, but I've never been to the Bottle and Cork to see a show. Neither so. have I. Neither and have definitely I. Definitely not a kick show. Yes, yes. So. Now, I, I, my, I always go back to one of my most memorable shows, like of all time, because I get this because obviously you and I've seen. I can't imagine how many shows that we've seen. I can't even begin to count. I mean, we're definitely in quadruple digits very easily, even quintuple digits. I don't know, but, but uh, I go back to my first kick show is at the Hagerstown Speedway and they played out on the back of a flatbed truck. And I will never forget that so long as I live. I just never thought a band could do something like that. And even though it wasn't really a stage and it would be, you know, minuscule now compared to some big stage performances we were seeing. Sure. They worked it and it was amazing. And it was life-changing obviously for me because I'm still remembering it and thinking about it. Well, and it's kind of similar to the, the drive-in shows we saw them in Frederick. Was yes. Sort of that, that yes, type right. of style. Right. But it doesn't matter, big stage, small stage, big club, small club, arena. Yeah. They they work it, and that's, we'll miss that's what they're best at. Absolutely. Miss them. Certainly going to miss them. Yes. And uh, definitely looking forward to it. I don't know that tomorrow night will be quite as emotional as it will be in I September. Know. I know. Well, we've been there, Kevin, because we, we quote-unquote saw the last Motley Crue show. Multiple times. Yeah. But the first time we believed it and we were emotional like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. That was an emotional New Year's Eve. Yep. And I think this one's going to hit a little harder. Yeah, I know. I know. Because I actually, I genuinely believe that this will be their last show. I don't (laughs) think they're pulling the punches on the final tour. I don't believe so either. No. No. So, so yeah, lots to come. We got a new, uh, new edition of Heard and Word. Yeah. You want to work? So we got got a little bit of a game night. I think we got like two games kind of going on. So in a reflective way, we're doing a game night. We've not done Heard and Word. We've only done this one time. One or two times. Have we done it twice? I know we've done What Are the Odds a couple times. Yeah. Maybe it is only the second time. I think it's only, I really liked Heard and Word. Yeah. But we just, I don't know what happened. We just got distracted. It's not, it was a bad game. It's just that we never just brought up, resurrected it. Different things that we've been talking about. Yeah. So it's all good. So a new way to present uh, music news. All right. So we want to take a quick break and go into that, or do we want to hit? Let's hit hit it now. Hit Heard and Word. Yeah, let's get right right. into it. So uh, we've got a little bit of graphic work. Scott's going to pull it up. Oh, there he is. Scott, the producer, because that's what a producer does. He just like makes it happen instantly. Not an engineer, but a producer. He's the man back there. Uh-huh. And he's a one-man show tonight, so uh-huh. he's working it. Exactly. So Heard and Word, here we go. All right, so Heard and Word, if you haven't played the game before, if you did not watch this episode, 
We're going to, pre- and this is like, I think the good thing about a game, we want to draw you into the conversation. So even though you're not, if you're not seeing this live, you're seeing this later, think of the word that you would do to complete the sentence and uh, how you complete it with the topic that the sentence presents. And then you can maybe explain that word out a little bit. So you got to be poetic. A yeah. Bit in this well, game. and uh, you know, we want to, you know, hopefully some folks are catching us live. We've tried to advertise that we're live tonight yeah and and are live every other wednesday night in addition to when there are events and concerts here at the salisbury center so do you remember the number i do not remember the phone number either but scott doesn't either because otherwise we'd tell you to call us we we could tell you if you're watching because our facebook page will be running if you see this on facebook you can respond in the comments section correct that that's what i was going to say you know because we're on Obviously, we're on Facebook suspension right now, but mm. it's there. So mm-hmm. when they let us out of jail, right? we'd love to have comments there. So if you're catching this, you know, on demand or live, comments there. We're also on Instagram. Yes. At Stand Up and Shout Rock Show. That's it. And then also on TikTok. Yes. Stand so, Up and Shout Rock Show for all of them. Yeah. So definitely uh, drop us some comments, some thoughts. If you agree or disagree with anything we're doing, suggestions. Or maybe another other herd and words and yeah. some of our other games yeah. that we've rolled out here. Yeah. But uh yeah. I here think. we go. Sentence number one. Okay, so do you want me to read this or you want to go for this? You can one? read it. Okay, was, are you afraid of the name? No. Well it's okay. So here's my thing, because I'm about to say Lenny and then it's the last name, and I feel like there's two ways to pronounce it. And I've heard both ways from several people, so I don't know how you pronounce it. Killmeister. That's or, how I've pronounced or it. Or is it uh I guess maybe kill, maybe I'm, I don't know another way from kill Meister. Maybe I'm correct. Kill Mister? Yes. Like kill Meister, kill Mister. I mean, I, I tend to want to go German with Meister, but there's no EI there. Right. Okay. But anyway, we'll, we'll go with kill Meister. Lenny Killmeister should feel blank about the enshrining of some of his ashes at the Wacken Open Air Festival. It's a link from blabbermouth.com. Recent article that came out in the past 24 hours where Lemmy, of course, the immortal Lemmy from Motorhead is getting his, he has been spreading his ashes all out and about. This one's specific to Vakken, the open air festival. So we'll go ahead and go with our words and then maybe kind of backfill with a little more story about Lemmy's ashes, you know, afterwards. Sure. You want to go with your word? I'll go with my word. I I kind of struggled with this to come up with an appropriate word, but the best I could come up with (laughs) is proud. All right. What's, What's the inappropriate word? Oh, not inappropriate. Oh. I said the appropriate. Oh, well, that's the, that's the poetry. Right? Yeah, that's the, yeah. Because, uh, you know, they've played there every chance they got. And mm-hmm. I think in the article um, and some other stuff I was reading that Motorhead is the band that has performed the most times in the history of the, this festival. Awesome. So, you know, to me, that that's an appropriate place to enshrine some of his ashes yeah. as someone who... Um, you know, and a couple of the guys in the band also referred to that, that Lemmy had always told them that that was one of his favorite places to perform. Yeah. So, yeah. So to me, it seems, you know, I'd be proud if I was him. I love the word. And so like, I'm going to ask you a question though, because this is the part that the, of the sentence that curve, that's a curve for me. And we pulled it directly from the article, the word enshrine. So where do you think that, do you, did you ever find out where those ashes were going to go at Vakken? Because I did not. I'll I confess. Not. I was going to say, I, I could not. So enshrining leads me to believe that it's going to be encased somewhere. Right. And that happened at another festival. 
oh, the uh, Hellfest over in France. Okay. They have a statue of Lemmy, and they put his ashes in the statue. So he, it's enshrined in the statue. So, like, they're not getting tramped on. Like, that was a concern. Right. Like, if they're going to, like, throw him on the field, like, that might have been rough. You know what I mean? Because you sure. have people. I would not, agree. Right. Like, stepping on you, pissing on you. Like, everything they do, like, out in the field. Right. But then, I, I so I'm going to hyphenate my word. I guess it's a little more inappropriate. I was going to say badass. I think it's a badass rock and roll thing to do. Yeah. Let me show you a badass about the enshrining of some of his ashes. You know, the other thing he did, did you hear the story about him with the bullets? Mm-hmm. Put some of his ashes in bullet casings and sent them out to preferred famous people. And I know Dave Grohl was one of those people. Okay. So Lemmy's ashes are like kind of out in the bat. On They're all, all these, around. Right, in badass places. Yeah. Like, so let me ask you this, Kevin. Would you do that? Have my ashes dispersed at Vakken or yeah or anywhere like you know what I mean like we've been to some some pretty slick music events like would we you have. want to be enshrined or not poured because I think poured on right you're going to get stepped on and pissed on by everybody right yeah I I would wish that I was that famous that somebody would want to <laughs> do that for me uh-huh um I would do that for you Kevin like okay. this this might be a pact right here that's, right. that's happening like would you want me to to put you in some venue of choice well, yeah, there's probably a couple venues I could think of, but you know, I hear about. I, I so want to make it to this festival at some point. I know I'm with so, you. So yeah, so uh, yeah, if we got there, that would definitely be a a place of of interest. Yeah, or Hellfest in in France as I know. well. So, I know. Um. Yeah. 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 So badass. All right. All right, Scott. Next Number two. I'm going to the next word. All right. Are you afraid of pronouncing this word? Too? No, I can do this. One. All right. I was good. Well, you know, I, I don't know. Like you could flub on this word. We're definitely getting our, uh, well, our I mean, articulation skills put I'm, to the test. I'm certainly able to flub on words. So. <laughs> uh, so the Foo Fighters and Alanis Morissette recently were at a festival in Japan and they did a cover of Sinead O'Connor's Mandinka uh-huh. is blank. Moving. I have the word moving. It was a moving thing. And, so, and, you know, to kind of back explain that a little bit, of course, uh, Sinead O'Connor passed. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if we would necessarily include her in a lot of the, probably the conversation that we would do in this show. But, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that's very respectful about her. I, I know that when I was watching this for the first time, and this is also coming from The Consequence of Sound, this website, so just to kind of give them a shout out and credit for where this, in, this particular information is coming from. But they played the video feed where Alanis Morissette walked out, I think unexpectedly to the crowd. She described Sinead O'Connor as highly intelligent, um, deeply empathetic, and way, way ahead of her time. And I think that that's probably an accurate way to describe her as Absolutely. an audience, as an artist, as and somebody that honestly that I do not necessarily regularly listen to, but you just kind of, even to me outwardly, and not being a huge fan, but you listen to her stuff when you hear it, you, you hear that immediately. And that's amazingly tough to pull off. So. Sure. But like poor Foo Fighters, you know, when I say moving, that, that's been their year of having to do this again and again. Yeah. And I wonder if how much they tapped into that type of energy from Taylor Hawking's passing to do this type of tribute. Well, and I was also reading, and it may have been in this article or it might have been another one I was looking at. In the same show, they did another Taylor Hawkins tribute. Oh, okay. And I think if I remember correctly, they said Shane came on stage. Oh, wow. Played drums again with them. Wow. So in that show, they were, yeah, they, they were hitting on. So, and that's going to be the Foo Fighters year, I guess, you know, like that's just what it's going to have to, I mean, I, well, that is going to be a part of their grieving process. I, I agree. And I think we talked about this a little bit with the album when it was released that, you know, it's a very dark album. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I think that's what they were pulling from. And that was, you know, what motivated, not motivated, but that's what, how they are grieving through that. And so, yeah, I think, and now they're performing those songs all the time too. So, sure. so I think that's kind of the cathar- cathartic piece for them. Ooh, that's a good word. Yes. Oh, is that your word? It is not. I wish I had thought about I that know, earlier when I you, wrote it down. Right. When you said that, I was like, shit, I should have thought of that. So for me, I, my word is fitting. Okay. I thought yeah. it was a fitting tribute to, to Sinead. Mm-hmm. I thought Alana sang it very well. Oh, yeah. Sounded v- very remis- reminiscent of Hard Sinead O'Connor. Hard song to sing. Hard song. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just find it amazing, the talent that these guys have. Mm-hmm. You know, I doubt that that was rehearsed. Right, right. And they just, the times you see them doing, and and I would assume most everybody is this way, but the things you see the Foo Fighters doing, like they brought the little kid up on stage and was a guitar player and they're yes. like, Hey, you know, what right. do you know how to play? He's like, right. well, I know how to play some Metallica. Uh, right. And then they went right into inner Sandman right. and without missing a beat. So, right. Right. um, you know, I, I just think it's amazing that with, you know, little to no rehearsal, they pulled that off and it, it sounded fantastic. Heck yeah. Yeah. Good word. We, we both should have picked the other word that you <laughs> spit out like along the way. Yeah. You could have lied and got away with it. Yeah. You're very honest, Kevin. I, I try to be. All right. Number three. All right. Hailstorm's duet with Ashley McBride for the song Terrible Things is, okay, so this is going to, I'm going to reveal my opinion on just this recording. You know, it's, I, I went with the word soft. Oh. I just, soft. And, and I don't, I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way. It's just uh, I'm I'm a huge Lizzie Hale fan and Hailstorm fan and you know we've seen a lot of duets and obviously now we have two questions about duets so that's a little kind of a purpose to that it's kind of a duet year I feel like in a yeah. lot of ways because we're seeing a lot and we saw Lizzie Hale's duet with um, oh my gosh Chris Daughtry you know and yeah doing- and I I sent that link along to Scott because maybe he'll pull it up at Ooh, some point but. Uh, not yet. <coughs> did, but did I ruin something? No, I, no. I was, all right. I, it's, I was going to mention it as part of mine, but okay. yeah. No, sh- so as I'm going with soft, like I, I didn't love the song. I don't hate the song, but the song never had a punch to me. Like there was no, like, it, it's a ballad. I'll, I'll yeah. confess that I'm not a ballad guy. And it, it takes a, a, like, I don't know, a weird ballad to catch my attention, <laughs> you know, for lack of better words, like probably an off the cuff type of ballad. And this was very conventional and it, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with a soft song. You know, it was just soft. Well, <clears throat> so there's going to be a little difference here because oh, here my thought, my word of thought was after watching the video and hearing it, uh-huh. and I've heard the song, uh-huh. but uh, the visuals that came with the song, because uh-huh. it's on their their new album, um, I had, I think my word is awesome. Oh, wow. And, and, I, and I don't mean soft as an insult. No, I, yeah, I know. I'll say that, yeah. Um because having, you know, obviously we've seen Hailstorm numerous times, mm-hmm. um, you know, she definitely hits the hard stuff hard and well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and this showed a little bit of range, I thought. Yeah. And it was very reminiscent to me of Temple of the Dog. Oh, that's, man. The that's approach a- and the back and forth between her and Ashley McBride. And their I, voices, how they mesh together in the song. Uh-huh. Just totally, as I was watching and listening to the song with the visuals, all of that was reminding me of Hunger Strike. Wow. Okay, so just if you're watching like Kevin and I, this is probably why Lewis wanted us to, or when I say Lewis, Jeff Salisbury wanted to do this podcast because this is the type of conversations that Kevin and I just have 
wherever, not even at a concert, just like when we're eating or something. And this is what I love. Like now I got to go back and re-listen to that song because I didn't think of it in that context. Yeah. And that's an interesting take on that song. I mean, that's, and it's a bold comparison because you know how much I love Simple the Dog, Chris Cornell and Soundgarden. So yeah. So yeah, that's, that is like, that would be a conversation that we would have outside of this room would drive me back to listen to that song. Yeah. Yeah. And then you mentioned the the Chris Daughtry uh, duet, which I sent Scott the link to that. So maybe if he's going to pull that up, uh-huh. that this is badass. Yes. This is my duet of the year. Yeah. Period. So this is uh Chris Daughtry and, and Lizzie Hale doing think... separate ways. Yeah. The journey tune. And they just kill it in this song. It's on our defunct Facebook. Oh, it will be. <laughs> <laughs> But same, same thought between the this track as well as terrible things. Right. The way that they play back and forth with each other, and right. and the range shown in their voices. Yes. I never would have thought that Chris Daughtry and Lizzie Hale could pull this off. Right. You mentioned the vocals, but also the instrumentals. So I feel like it's it's a really great fresh coat of paint on this song. Yep. Because, you know, not that it's a bad thing, but. We were talking about 1983 and you know we did our, our bottoms up right and so um this album frontiers was put out and it almost made my my top 10 it was right. like it was probably like 12 or 13 you know on that list and of course like this this song is so synth driven but you know they, they really bring out like a lot of good guitar riffing in this song that to me is very current right and there's a good fresh coat of paint to this song yeah. so the whole thing I've, I'm a, I, I work, you, you work out, we both work out. I work out a lot to this song. This song's good driving workouts. Yeah. yeah, so if you haven't seen it or heard it, I don't know that it's actually been released. Maybe it's on like Spotify, just regular streaming stream services. Yeah, stream but uh, you know, obviously the, the track is up on YouTube with their performance, and uh, I thought it was just kick-ass. Yes, yeah. Thanks cool. for bringing that up, Scott. All right. All right. Next one. Yeah. <laughs> Nikki Six's statement that the crew just don't give a fuck seems blank. Bogus. <laughs> bogus. It's completely bogus. I think everything that Nikki Six does, he gives he gives that he gives that fuck about each and every time, including making the news that he just doesn't give a fuck about anything anymore, including all the things that we keep talking about, which right. is Motley Crue. And uh, and and how he just doesn't care about what people think about him firing McMars or his inclusion of of John Five or if they're going to make music or if they're not going to make new music. I think all of it's very calculated, contrived, and planned. And I think he gives a fuck about each and every statement that he makes to the press. And this is to me garnered to draw attention. Yep, my word was cliche, and uh, I agree oh, with that's you one hundred percent. I like cliche because. Yeah, it, it's planned, and he does care. Uh-huh. Otherwise, he wouldn't post 12 times a day on right. Instagram, right. and it's it's about keeping the attention cycle going. Right. So, and we love Motley Crue, which is why we're keeping, you know, why would we even, like, include sure. a, a slide and even talk about it? Because we love the songs. It always gets back to that, like, to the songs and their original songs that they put out in, in their first several albums. You know, we're in love with that. We're not in love with this. And right. so that's why I think it's disappointing to us. And we have to keep talking about it because we want it to go back to the songs. Yep. And, it, you know, and I don't, and, and the best way that it can, right? So to me, that would be all the original members because it seems to be that they can still function. 
But either way, regardless, you know, get back to the music, Motley Crue, please. Yep. And you like enough of the of the lifestyle feeds that we keep getting from right. You. Well, and the interesting thing that I found in reading that article on Blabbermouth is the tidbit I took away, kind of news, maybe people don't know about it, but they had not, they I guess it hasn't been a large announcement, but it was advertised in this article that they're planning to do another stadium series tour in 2024. Sure. So, you know, I'll be, I'll be wherever. Right. And, and whatever <laughs> yeah. form, like whatever people show up in Motley Crue, like, do you think Vince Neil will be there? That could be a, that could be a, what are the odds question? Uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> Let me write this one. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, and it, you know, it didn't allude to who might be touring with them or, so hopefully it's some great opening bands that are going to actually play live and then backing tracks or no backing tracks. Right. I'll be in line to see the crew. Right. One more time. Right. That's what we do. I mean, right. Unless, I mean, that's, that's kind of another, like maybe another question for another day. When do things go south for a particular act where you just don't want to see them anymore? Right. I think everybody makes that choice at some point. Right. But yeah, I mean, yeah. as long as people are lining up and plopping down cash, they'll they'll keep playing. Sure. So, yeah. All right. So that is the the Jul- or August second edition of I was about to say July second, August August second edition of Heard and Word. Heard and Word. We're gonna get the Facebook feedback up, and if you know, obviously we didn't have a number to call in because we don't know the number. But if you see this later <laughs> and respond to the comments, because we have responded to other comments that you guys made, so please keep making them because we want to keep the conversation going. Yep, yep, absolutely. And uh, I think we'll take a little quick break here. We'll come back with a new game. Absolutely. Yeah, a new new twist on an old new game. New twist on an old game. Yeah. And we'll be right back on the Stand Up and Shout Rock Show.